Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. You know, I sometimes I like to open up the show a little bit more delicately, kind of ease into the product a little bit here, ease into the content, if you know what I mean. Not kind of slam you, punch you in the face, but this guy's a disgrace in the White House and is an accomplice right now to one of the greatest crimes we have seen happen against this country in modern American history. Digest that for a minute. We've got a lot to get to today, and it's not going to be pretty. I'm just warning you right up front. Hide the kids. <laughs> I'm just telling you now. I've got the Biden administration's latest move on the border, which is even, even more disturbing, if possible, then with the story we discussed last week where they're allowing you to declare asylum online like you're buying like Eventbrite tickets for a concert, for a Sesame Street concert for your kids. It just keeps getting worse with these people. With cyber attacks on the rise, protecting your data security is more important than ever. So why is Congress considering a law that puts your data at greater risk of being hacked and exposed to foreign networks? The Durbin Marshall credit card bill shifts billions in consumer spending to less secure payment networks, all so that corporate megastores can make bigger profits. Don't let Durbin Marshall steal your data. Visit handsoffmyrewards.com security and tell your senators to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Paid for by Electronic Payments Coalition. Let's go. Here we go. Here hide we the go. kids. What's that? Hide the kids. Hide the white. Remember that that guy? Yeah. That viral. You probably know. I don't know if you guys remember that. The viral hit the news guy. He made me laugh, that guy. But this guy in the White House, on a deadly serious note, is a disgrace to humankind. He is the sitting president of the United States and at this point is an accomplice. Get ready for it, to what's going on in the United States, which is a mass murder of our citizens. There's no easy way to say that. I think long and deliberately about everything I put into this show. I try to avoid uh, unnecessary hyperbole, not necessarily emotion, but I don't like hyperbole. It's clear at this point that Joe Biden and members of his administration are accomplices to a mass murder of our citizens. We are being deliberately poisoned to death by Mexican drug cartels and the Chinese Communist Party via the transportation of fentanyl, which is killing people by the thousands, by the thousands. The Biden administration, these dipwads in the White House, know it's happening and they are doing nothing to stop it on the margin. Nothing, nothing. Folks, why open up the show this way? Yesterday, I was getting in a workout after the show. And uh, it's a tough workout. And I'm, I was struggling yesterday a little bit. I, I'm, I'm having a, it's just a medical issue here. It's not a big deal. It's nothing major. I don't, I don't want to be dramatic, but it was kind of rough. And I was having a rough day and I'm listening. So I'm not in a particularly great mood as I'm doing this really brutal workout and not feeling good. And I'm listening to an interview of yet another set of parents who lost their kids to fentanyl. Kid was online, I guess thought he was buying a Percocet, takes half a pill, thinks it's Percocet, it's fentanyl, kid's dead. Dead, 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 listening to the parents. I can't listen anymore. This is, I, this is probably the 10th or 15th parent interview, being that I consume media content all day, of a kid who is now in a box six feet deep because the Chinese Communist Party and the Mexican cartels are poisoning these kids. 
I'm not absolving them of the responsibility to do smart things. Don't go online and buy pills. That doesn't mean you deserve to be dead. We all, believe me, all make stupid decisions. I can't listen to any more of these interviews, folks. We are deliberately being poisoned. The Chinese Communist Party is pumping this stuff into our country in what is a mass serial killing of our citizens. The cartels are facilitating it, and the Biden administration is clearly 100% an accomplice in this mass murder. I use those terms deliberately. Absolutely deliberately. Folks, I could put these articles up all day, but I picked one not from a border state. In case you think, oh, this isn't my problem. I don't live in Arizona. I don't live in Texas. There's other border states as well. I don't, I don't live there. It's not my problem. Here's an article I just randomly pulled from News Channel 5 Nashville. No particular reason other than it's not a border state. Fentanyl continues to be the main cause of drug overdose injuries and deaths in Nashville. It's not a border state issue. It is a United States issue. We are being systematically murdered. It is a murder. It's done deliberately. These cartels are doing this on purpose. It's not a, you think they don't know? You think these people are stupid? You're telling me the Chinese Communist Party, with its massive surveillance state, its, its abuse of, of, of artificial intelligence and its aggregation of data on American citizens, that they don't read these news stories and they're just producing a bunch of fentanyl and they're like, I don't know, man. Is it killing people? You're telling me they don't know this? And what's the Biden administration doing to stop the fentanyl? Coming in over our southern border, absolutely nothing to stop it, but they're doing a lot to facilitate it. They are accomplices in a serial killing of American citizens. That's hard for you to hear, lefties. Digest it, eat it, own it. It's you. You did it. You could stop this tomorrow. You could stop this tomorrow. Start massive deportations of people here illegally. Build that border wall tomorrow. Immediately reinstate the migrant protection protocols and enforce them. Immediately send a message. If you come here, you're going to be prosecuted. We don't care. We will find the jail space. You are not getting, when you're out, you will be immediately sent back. Instead, they'd rather see Americans die. They are accomplices to a mass murder. Folks, we always produce the receipts on this show and the backup evidence to back up what we talk about. The data matters. I told you last week about a story that the Biden administration, in order to facilitate even more asylum claims, the overwhelming number of which are not legitimate. Asylum meaning what? That you are fleeing persecution, political persecution, potentially death right now, you specifically. Folks, that is not what's happening with the overwhelming majority of asylum claims. But the Biden administration wants more asylum claims because they want more illegal immigration into the country. So we said last week they're making the ECU. I covered it on my Fox show as well. They're making it easier where like you can just go online, like you're buying a movie ticket or something to make an asylum claim there. Here's their latest disaster. These are real stories. Again, to facilitate the mass murder of our citizens. Via an open border. They want more people in the country illegally. More. Which, by the way, even if 999 out of 1,000 
outside of breaking law to enter the country, don't go on to commit another crime, even if that were the number. I'm not saying even if it was. The open border sends a signal to the one out of a thousand, and we're being probably generous on this, one out of a thousand, that they can come into with their fentanyl, child sex trafficking, terrorism. Do you understand this has a cost? People are dying. Here's the latest disaster. From just the other day, Biden administration is now looking into issuing temporary ID cards to illegal migrants. I can't. I can't. Look at this. This is, you're, this is, this is clinically insane. Not like insane, like hyperbole insane, like clinically insane, like padded room freaking crazy. The ID cards may even be used to access certain state benefit programs, Axios reported. Migrants could present the card to TSA to travel by plane. This is unreal. This is unbelievable. After 9-11, they institute this national, what, safe ID type program. States have to revamp. Their, remember this, Joe? Had to revamp their IDs to make sure me and Joe don't get on a plane because we're big yeah. terror threats, of course. Remember that? Everybody had to get a new driver's license. Pain now, in the ass. Now, yeah. to the country. Oh, huge pain in the ass. Mega pain in the ass. On the pain in the ass scale, a 100 out of 100, the whole TSA routine. Yeah. And now migrants in the country illegally. You get a nice little ID card, state benefits. You get to present it to TSA. Isn't that great? Isn't that great for you? Get that crap out of here. <laughs> no way you get that. That's pretty funny. <laughs> It's not going anywhere. That crap's staying right here. Matter of fact, the crap's getting worse. So, again, just to kind of sum that whole thing up, the cartels, the human traffickers, the sex traffickers, the fentanyl traffickers, the Chinese Communist Party using the fentanyl uh, traffickers and sex traffickers, they need an open border. They also need floods of people. Even if 999 out of 1,000 don't commit an additional crime, because the crime is entering the country illegally. They know that sending in these floods of people distracts Border Patrol, CBP, and other officials while they what? Just waltz fentanyl in in a mass serial killing of American citizens. And you don't think sending out a message around the world that, hey, here's the great news. File an asylum claim online. And when you get to the United States, you'll even get an ID card. You can take advantage of a boatload of state benefits. You're paying to get... You are paying right now to facilitate an open border and what is essentially a mass serial killing of American citizens. You're financing it. You're financing it. This man in the White House is a disgrace to humankind, a disgrace to humanity. And the liberals who voted for this idiot, you did this. You did this. National ID cards now. ID cards for people in the country illegally to take advantage of benefits designed for American citizens that we still don't have the money for when we go bankrupt, which is going to incentivize more people to come here, which is going to make it easier to transport more fentanyl to kill more of our people. The Biden administration is an accomplice to a mass murder, period. It was Ted Cruz on last night talking about this abomination at the border. It's a long hit. I only had about a minute of it. I only cut about a minute of it. He goes on to talk about later in this hit about rape trees, young women being raped. The Biden administration is an accomplice to all of this. All of it. All of it. You own it. You did it. Listen to what Cruz saw at the border. Check this out. Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, they are the last mile of the human trafficking network. So every city in America, you might think, 
I don't live in Texas. I'm not in a border state. I promise you, whatever city you're in, whatever state you're in, you are in a border state because Joe Biden is flying illegal immigrants to your state. And the teenage boys, they show up, they owe the Mexican drug cartels thousands of dollars. The way they pay it off is they work for the drug cartels. They're in the employ of these criminal cartels and the girls have it worse. The girls horribly, many of them are trapped in sex slavery. So young boys being trafficked in or forced into slavery, into working for drug cartels to traffic fentanyl to kill American citizens. The young girls are trafficked in for sex servitude for, for, uh, in, order to, in order to take care of it. Uh, 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 I mean, this is just, folks, this is so freaking disgusting. I'm, I'm really, I had a rough couple of days, so I'm particularly salty this morning. I always told you I wouldn't do a show if I didn't want to do a show. I promise I want to do a show today, but I'm not going to pretend to you I'm in a good mood about this. We got a guy in the White House right now on a team that is an accomplice to a mass serial killing of our citizens, to mass sex trafficking, to rapes, to murders, to drug trafficking, to terrorism on our border. I, I can... I don't even know what else to tell you. What's the solution? Impeach this guy, you get Kamala Harris, the cackler, who is possible could be worse than this idiot we have now. Only thing I can tell you is please, I'm not suggesting to you Republicans again are the solution to all your problems in 2022. I'm not. But I am telling you this, in a world of marginal choices where sometimes the choices are between bad and worse, if you do not get out and vote these idiots on the left out of office in 2022, folks, I'm telling you, you're part of it too. You have a choice in this. However hard that is to hear, it is true. Republicans may not be the solution to all your problems, but you damn well better believe Democrats are the cause of them. What's going on right now is an international disgrace like nothing I've seen in modern American history. Folks, these people are going to get us all killed. They are deliberately ignoring the real threats, the crisis I just described on our southern border. They are deliberately ignoring real threats to our homeland right now in favor of their woke cult religion. It is a cult. They are living in a cult, a definitional cult. They have it. It, it is it is all it is. It is like a, a Jim Jones Kool-Aid like cult, this woke culture. And there is an opportunity cost to this administration spending time on wokeism rather than focusing on things that actually matter, like keeping fentanyl out of our kids' bloodstream so they don't die, keeping kids from being raped at the border. Rape trees. We're talking about rape trees at the border now. Hang up kids' underwear on the trees. You doubt me? Look it up. And it's hard to hear, folks. Is that the Fluffy show open? Got to do some other shows for the Fluffy stuff. Opportunity costs. What's an opportunity cost? An opportunity cost is wasted opportunities, right? It's in, in economic terms, it's, you know, you're, you're a talented web designer who can make $500 an hour, you know, and you choose to sell bagels on the corner instead. Fine, there's value in all work. But the hard economic reality is if you're making $10 an hour selling bagels and 500, the opportunity, 500 designing computer programs, by choosing to sell bagels, you didn't make $10. You cost yourself $490. That's an opportunity cost. There's an opportunity cost to time. 
Whereas the Biden administration could dedicate precious resources and time, which is limited, correct? We all get that. Not a pretty tautological, right? Not difficult to figure out. All right. When you waste your time on wokeism and cult-like nonsense identity politics and you don't spend those same people's assets and their time, their valuable time, on things like the border, this is what you get. Washington Free Beacon is another great expose, Alana Goodman. So Biden just hired a cybersecurity czar. Shockingly from Google, folks, Google, which is a obvious activist group for the left, it is the most evil company in America, Google. Do whatever you can to never use their services. It's hard. I get it. Believe me, I understand. The most evil company in America, the rotating, revolving door of big tech companies into leftist administrations back to big tech companies continues. They hired a cybersecurity star, as you can see from the headline, who says, Joe, that systemic racism is a major threat to U.S. security. What? Really? The verdict is in. You're a moron. And her name is Camille Stewart, a former Google strategist who Biden tapped for White House Deputy National Security Cyber Director. She's argued, quote, that our national security apparatus must be part of dismantling systemic racism and pursuing anti-racist and anti-hate policy outcomes. She's arguing that that should be the chief national security focus for the administration. Your kids, I want you to look at me right now. Horse blinkers, man. Beam right in. Your kids, others, other people's kids, your neighbor's kids are showing up in body bags because of a massive national security serial killing going on at our southern border. It is happening by the thousands and hundreds of thousands around the country from Nashville to Arizona to Mexico to Southern California, up into Washington State to Idaho and everywhere else. Your kids are being murdered. And these dipwad losers in the White House want to focus on wokeism and white intersectionality, patriarchal, critical theory nonsense. This is what they want to do. This is what you voted for. If you voted for this on the left. It's, it's, it's hard. This is hard to fathom. It's hard to fathom the situation we find ourselves in on an optimistic note. Let me take a break. Let me get to it. But on an optimistic note, I'm, I'm convinced. I know some of you think this is misplaced optimism and fair enough, but I don't. On an optimistic note, I am sure we are about to hit the bottom and we will rebound and come back. We've been in worse places. I am sure we're almost there. I've got another story coming up in a second on this line of thinking that these people are going to get you killed. They are allowing this to happen at the border. They are wasting their time on wokeism and the national security priorities. They are hiring people because people are policy who follow that line of thinking. Forget the border. Let's focus on wokeism and the white male patriarchy, whatever crap they want to talk about that. I got another story coming up for you about medical colleges, how they'd rather not teach medicine, but they'd rather teach white male patriarchy, intersectionality, white supremacy, whatever it is, medical school. That's what they learn in medical school. If you're looking for a firearm that's easy to transport, you got to check out the U.S. Survival Rifle from Henry Repeating Arms. It's a portable rifle you can put together and take apart in a few minutes. And then when you're not using it, you can store the parts in the little case it comes in. It's so small, it can be stored anywhere, in a go bag, anywhere. It's light enough to carry everywhere. comes in black and two different camo patterns. You can pick one up for three to $400, depending on the finish. You can watch a few videos at henryusa.com survival. And while you're there, be sure to order their free catalog. Henry makes more than 200 rifles, shotguns, and revolvers in the role made in America, backed by a lifetime satisfaction guarantee and the best customer service in the business. Go to their website, 
It's henryusa.com and be sure to order a free catalog. They'll send it with free decals on a list of dealers in your area. That's henryusa.com for a free catalog and decals and to see the Henry U.S. Survival Rifle. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. Medical education. Now, opportunity costs kind of matter here, wouldn't you think? Medical education, Joe, you got limited time, right? Maybe an eight-hour school day, an hour lunch, seven, a couple 15-minute breaks, probably six and a half hours. Screwing around a little bit, you know, medical school, maybe, you know, you're not really paying attention. You got about six hours of instruction time. Now, um, if a guy's going to crack open your chest, me and you, Joe, have had our share of medical problems. You're going to crack open your chest and try to resuscitate you because you have a heart attack. Do you want a guy who spent five hours of that studying wokeism and intersectional white male patriarchy uh, anti-racism, uh, uh, Ibram Kendi nonsense, or do you want a guy who's actually studied how to resuscitate you and get your heart moving again? I'm just going to throw that out there. I'm just going to throw that out there. You, if you need some time to deliberate on that, you go right ahead. I'm going to venture to say you'll take the guy who's actually studied how to resuscitate you in the event of an emergency and get oxygen through your lungs so your brain doesn't die. You must be a mind reader. That's the guy I, I, want. I, I I've Clearly, it's that old Karnak thing. Yeah. It's like, again, Stigy would give me the eye. I'm Brilliant. telling you. Yes. Well, that's, a, that's not happening. That's not happening now. Wall Street Journal piece. People are going to get us killed, folks. These woke idiots are going to get you killed. They not only want to take time away from national security to focus on wokeism, they want to take these same woke idiots, want to take medical students' time away to study intersectional nonsense. Here, so they have this accrediting board, the Association of American Medical Colleges. And they're important because they, you know, this this body has a lot of sway over what medical schools teach. So they recently released a report, as the journal describes, describing their new diversity, equity, and inclusion competencies that medical students and residents will be expected to master. Practicing physicians who work at teaching hospitals may also soon be required to undergo this form of political re-education. As a starting point, aspiring doctors will have to become fluent in woke concepts such as intersectionality, which the AAMC defines as overlap. Listen to this. Which they define as overlapping systems of oppression and discrimination that communities face based on race, gender, ethnicity, ability. Medical students who manage to avoid learning critical race theory in college will now get an immersive course. Ladies and gentlemen, again, these people are going to get you killed. You want flowery time? You want the lipstick on the pig version of what's going on? This show today is definitely not your bag of donuts. These freaking people are going to get you killed. You have limited time in a workday to learn how to save people's lives. You have any idea how complicated medicine is. I've got a friend who's a surgeon. One wrong move and people are dead. You're going to waste time on this bull. And not only that, if you don't do it, you're going to find yourself on the wrong end of cancel culture. Science, he said, science is dying. Science is 
officially dead. I got a solution for this coming up. Don't worry. I'm in a second. Don't, don't be too down. Outside of my regular, we're going to recover. I mean an actual solution. here. It is time for robust federalism. There you go. I just kind of teased it. Here's one more story. These people are going to get you killed. They are going to get you killed, but they are going to get your kids traumatized. Post-millennial. Moms for Liberty, which is an amazing group, they've been suspended from Twitter after calling out groomers targeting trans kids. <laughs> Twitter's protecting groomers now. People who sexually groom kids. Twitter's protecting them. Twitter is protecting a bunch of people targeting kids for inappropriate sexual instruction at a young age. Twitter's protecting them. Groomers. Groomers. They'll ban you if you even talk about it. They don't care. They don't care what happens to your kids. They are in lockstep with these woke idiots, this cult that, listen to me, is going to get you killed. Here's the solution. They're panicking. as we If you missed yesterday's show, please check it out. I discussed the CNN article where CNN is freaking out, melting down over the fact that red states are getting redder. And not only are red states getting redder, they're figuring out how to corral in the blue cities within their red states. It's driving CNN mad because CNN wants to make sure that this cult of idiots, these woke morons who are going to get you killed, get everyone killed, not just limited people in blue cities. They want everyone, everyone to be subjected to their nonsense and their ridiculous behavior. Their dangerous, deadly behavior. Ridiculous is underselling it. We need a new, vigorous, robust form of federalism to protect our kids from this, this, this sexual indoctrination, to protect our national security, to protect our economy, protect our kids' future. It is time, if you are a conservative, to do whatever you can in your power to take you, take your business, take your vote, take your family, move them immediately to a conservative state or a swing state. Let these places, if they want to rot in death and destruction, let them do it. I don't celebrate it. I grew up in New York. I love New York. I always will. If New York residents want to vote for this kind of destruction, fentanyl, grooming behavior, child sex trafficking, then let them do it. It's a horrible thing that is happening. But if you can't stop them, we live in a constitutional republic. Let them, they can, they can do it to themselves. It is, it is time now for this new robust federalism where the states largely ignore what's going on at the federal level. There is a constitutional system set up. If it's not in the Constitution, it is a, a right delegated to the state, a power delegated to the state, I should say. Period. Now, you're seeing that trend now, folks. Here's another journal article. The article's by Freeman. He covers a lot of stuff. It's titled Democrats Who Still Can't Get Enough of Trump, but he covers a lot of different material. And down in the piece, you're going to see, why do people keep moving away from expensive government? Because it sucks. Because it's a death cult, these people. Look at this. A record number of potential U.S. homebuyers are seeking to relocate. They have this new report out. You want to see who the, the top seven cities are? Almost did a Joe Biden. Top seven cities are? I was actually given the hand. It wasn't a counter, but it looked like a Biden. Here are the top seven cities. Prospective homebuyers are seeking to leave, according to Redfin. Now, Joe, again, 
Take a moment here. Yeah. This is going to be a tough one. If you, They all have something in common, these yeah. top seven cities. So just I, I take a breath. Where's my oxygen? Oh, I didn't bring it up. I'd give you a boost thing, but take a breath. Number one is San Francisco. People looking to escape from San Francisco. Number two, Los Angeles. Number three, New York. Number four, Washington, D.C. Number five, Seattle. Six, Boston. Seven, Detroit. They all have something in common. I'll give you a hint. I'll give you a hint regarding politics. Are they either, I'll even make it multiple choice because I know you're struggling here. I am. Are these liberal cities or are these conservative cities? If we had the Jeopardy sound the right play, what do you think? Take I, a moment here. I, I'm pretty sure they're liberal. Yeah. Here. He's pretty oh! sure. He's not willing to commit, but he's pretty sure. He's not willing to totally I'm commit. <laughs> I'm going to say you're right, Joe. Ding, ding, win a winner, chicken dinner. Yes, yes, yes he is right. Answer, he is answer. correct. Yeah. Now. This is happening right now. All I ask is that if you are a liberal in this city who votes for fentanyl poisoning, the mass murder of our kids, serial killing of our kids, child sex trafficking, rape trees, uh, if you vote for our national security people to not focus on Taiwan and Russia, but to focus on woke ideology, and for doctors not to focus on cracking chests open, but for cracking heads open with your stupid woke ideology, please, I'm begging you, please, in the name of all that's good, do not move to my state of Florida. Get the out. Do not come here. We don't want you. I can't stop it. I, I believe in God-given rights for everyone, including the right to move around the country as you see fit. I'm begging you personally. I'm telling you we don't want you. We don't want you here. Florida is voting more red because we don't want you. Is that hard to hear? We don't want you. Don't come here. I don't care about your money. We don't care about your business. We don't care about your tax base. We don't want you. Please, please do not come here. Do not come here. We don't want you. You want us and our money. We don't want you. You need us. Nobody's evacuating Florida. Notice those seven cities. There's nothing in Florida or Texas. We don't want you. Don't come here. Conservatives from those states, you are welcome. Sane people from those states, you are welcome. Liberal nutbags who believe in this, who are supporting this idiot in the White House, an accomplice to a national mass murder, do not come here. You ruin everything you touch. You are a cancerous forest fire. However hard that is to hear, you know it's true. You're evacuating these hell holes you created because you're embarrassed and horrified. And now you want to go and recreate the same hell hole somewhere else. Please do not come here. Please. Do anything to get away from you people. We don't want anything to do with you. You can't leave us alone. We would do anything to leave you alone. All right, let me take a quick break here. On the other side of this, ladies and gentlemen, the reclassification of English words and the redefining of basic concepts continues unabated. Karine Jean-Pierre, again yesterday, is, is just so uniquely bad at this job. So bad. Had another one of those moments yesterday where you're like, how long are they going to let this continue with her? How long are they going to let her go up there and humiliate the entire country? She had that moment yesterday in their ongoing effort to, again, destroy the English language, their war on language. So 
The wordplay continues. Now, my problem with the wordplay and the redefinition of concepts by the left and ideas and words like what is a woman? They pretend not to know what that means. They pretended to not know what court packing means. Now they're pretending to not know what recession means. The reason this bothers me so much, and I explained it yesterday, is not that they don't know what it means. It's that they have no respect for you. This is why I'm begging the liberals who play stupid not to come down here. Please don't come down here. In Florida, we know what a recession is. We know what growth is. We know what police are. We know what women are. We understand that. Please don't come down here and try to corrupt our kids. You're stupid. We're not interested. What bothers me about this is they have no respect for you. They have zero respect for you. I played the cuts yesterday. We know what a recession is. It's two quarters of negative growth. The number's coming out tomorrow. It may be negative. It may not. I'm not going to get ahead of my skis. If it's negative, we're in a recession by every sane person's definition, okay? Here's Corrine Jean-Pierre now. They say, no, 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 that's not the definition. Two negative quarters of growth. So Corrine Jean-Pierre's asked a pretty common sense question. Well, if you're saying this word, recession, right? Recession, it's a word. Doesn't mean X. Then what does it mean? In other words, if you're saying, well, this isn't an apple, it's a phone. If you're saying, well, this isn't a sword, it's a pocket knife. If you're not going to, if you're going to tell us was it, what it isn't, you're obligated to tell us what it is, correct? Yeah. Well, if a recession is in two quarters of negative growth, then what is it? Because it's a word that represents an idea, a concept. Here's Corrine Jean-Pierre, who again is really, really not good at this. She is uniquely untalented for this. Here, check this out. And what is exactly the White House's definition of a recession? Again, we don't, we don't, I'm not going to define it from here. I'm just going to leave it to the NBER, as as we have stated, of how they define uh, recession. I'm just saying that we're just not going to define it. We use the indicators that the NBER, uh, uh, the National Bureau of Economic Research, have, have used. We've mentioned that a few times. That's a good point by Justin. That's like her job to go up there and clarify for the White House. So you don't believe two negative quarters of growth, despite every human being on planet Earth prior to this saying this is a recession, is a recession. Then what is it? This is, this is what they do. The really bothersome point about this whole thing is they think you're an idiot. They, and, and liberals accept it. Conservatives, we mock these people. That's what they deserve. Not liberals, they accept it. Please do not come down here to Florida. Please. I can't say that enough during this show. I am begging you on bended knee. Please stay where you are. Now, the AP got the message. This is a joke. This outlet is a total clown show. AP, them and their fact checkers are so embarrassing and humiliating. You wonder, Christopher Rubiger and these others, do these people have children? If they do, how do you look your kids in the eye? Here it is. As if on Joe, what did we, we had you flag it the other day. You can cross that flag off. Oh, here we go. You. It's here already. What did I tell you? I oh, said it was only a matter of time before the fact check brigade in the media chimed right in on an explainer of the new definition of recession. Here we go. Explainer. How do we know when a recession has begun? AP. By one common definition. No, no, no. It's the definition. By one common definition, the U.S. economy is on the cusp of recession. Yet that definition isn't the only one that counts here by one definition. By one definition, Guy's first name is Guy. By another <laughs> definition, his name is Tommy. I don't know what definition you're using, but I'm using the definition of what a first name is, which is the name his parents gave him. Not what you want to call him. 
Key's name isn't Tommy. You could call him Tommy. He's not going to answer because that's not his name. It's not a common definition of Key's That's his name. That's the only one that counts. Yes, thank you. Joe, yeah, cross that off the flag list. You don't, no <laughs> need to. I told you. It was only been, what, two days? Was even, I don't even know. Probably less than 72 hours. I told you it was going to happen. Here we go with the humiliating press. By the way, just another one from AP, just to throw out what an embarrassing mess of stupid. Cindy Harper uh, wrote this story at Reclaim the Net. AP is now instructing its media people to avoid certain words when referring to transgender issues. The guide ads, this is the new Associated Press, a total clown show. Avoid terms like biological male, <laughs> which opponents of transgender rights sometimes use to oversimplify sex and gender. This is hilarious. They haven't taken a Charlie Brown's encyclopedia basic biology course. What's that? Yeah. How do you oversimplify the fact that there are men and women? The answer is you don't. You, uh, you become a media person where, you know, you can say stupid things like this and get away with it. I mean, it really is. An ongoing honk the nose clown show like I haven't seen before. The good news is, as I said, CNN and others are panicking because people who live in red states, they're getting redder as they tire of this cesspool of stupid we live in. And not only that, we're getting a hold of the blue cities within red states and making them respect liberty and freedom. And it's driving the left crazy. Folks, you may not see a divided country in the, say, actual uh, boundary division level, like border-wise. But I'm telling you, moving forward, you're going to see an increasingly divided country with a shrinking population of liberal idiots causing their own self-chaos in their cities, their, their self-chosen chaos. And you're going to see an expanding map of red around the country that is just going to want nothing to do with these idiots. It's happening right now. You're seeing a mass exodus out of this. By the way, uh, Merrick Garland, easily the worst attorney general in U.S. history. I mean, this guy, really, he makes uh, Eric Holder look like Elliot Ness. I mean, this guy is a train wreck <laughs> of the highest order. Here's Fox News, a piece by Fox News, Louis Cassiano. Attorney General Garland stops short of calling crime wave a crisis. He calls it a matter of considerable return. Listen, there we go. This is what I'm talking about. This is what a guy, this is what I'm talking about. This is again, the wordsmithing in the cult of the language. Is it a crisis? Well, technically it's not a crisis. It is the flux capacitation of the incapacitation <laughs> of the decapacity. This is what they do. They talk themselves into a circle of stupid. And the only people buying it are the stupid people in the circle, which is the libs, not you. It's a matter of considerable concern. On this note with this guy, we are probably going to take control of the House, knock on wood, maybe the Senate. Uh, please, I hope we do. This guy needs to be impeached immediately. He needs to be impeached immediately. He is a growing national security threat. Him and Mayorkas must be impeached immediately. They are accomplices with Biden in the mass serial killing going on for their dereliction of duty at our southern border. He's focused on Donald Trump, January 6th. People being murdered in our cities, murdered across the border. Merrick Garland doesn't give a shit. Sorry, guys, you're going to have to beep that out. I'm sorry. Leave it in, beep it out. You just heard the beep. I promise you there wasn't a beep that I said. And I don't usually do that on the show, but I mean it. He doesn't give a mm, mm. they are accomplices to the destruction of the united states of america and the mass murder i have now said it 20 times in this show because i mean 
Every single word of it. Every word. Soon, watch. They'll redefine the word lockdown, too. Let me get to my last part. I'll show you what I mean in a sec. Fauci's back. Fauci again, who amazingly can never remember what he said before. You would think someone would warn him and give him a, like a cheat sheet, Joe, an index card. Hey, Doc, here are the stances you've taken before on masks, vaccines, and lockdowns so you don't contradict yourself. Someone, please, give this guy a cheat sheet. Please. It would be a long sheet, Justin. It would, but it would help this guy. It only keeps, the guy can never remember what he said before. Town Hall put a side-by-side together of Fauci's new stance, contradicting his old stance, which contradicted his new old stance on lockdowns. It's just glorious coming up. All right, here's a side-by-side. Here's what I'm talking about. Again, the redefinition of the English language in order to advance their political agenda. And uh, really, it's an insult to you. Here's Dr. Fauci. This is a great side-by-side. He's back again. Why they let this guy still do media um, is bizarre. Folks, again, I can't say enough. It's not personal. Dr. Fauci's not your orthodontist. He's not your orthopedic surgeon. He's a public health official paid for by the public, which is you. Um, You have the right to criticize this man's horrible decisions, which have influenced public policy, cost many of you your jobs, your livelihood, and some of you your health. The man is a walking, talking disaster. Here's a side-by-side of Fauci on lockdowns. He's questioned on lockdowns. You'll hear first him saying, oh, let me be clear. I didn't recommend lockdowns. And then you'll hear the second clip, which was from, I think, October of 2020, where he says at the end, where he's recommending lockdowns. He forgets what he said all the time. Check this out. I wonder if you would recommend locking down schools if you had to do it all over again. Well, you know, again, it's uh, first of all, I didn't recommend locking anything down. You're, you're asking me questions. You're talking about the CDC is the public health agency mm-hmm. that uses their epidemiologists and their science-based approach to make recommendations. It was a decision to make a recommendation to the president. It wasn't my decision that I could implement. And when it became clear that when we had um, community spread in the country with a few cases of community spread, this was way before there was a major explosion like we saw in the Northeastern corridor driven by New York City metropolitan area. I recommended to the president that we shut the country down. Guys, this is, uh, you understand now the dangers of authoritarian top-down government where the federal bureaucracy, including federal public health officials like this buffoon are in charge, but we don't have separate constitutional republic state-based decision makers who can make local decisions. The guy, ladies and gentlemen, is not bright. He is what we call the stupid smart person, a degreed intellectual guy who has all the academic degrees, but has zero common sense at all. He can't even remember what he said. Now, he just said he didn't recommend lockdowns. Then I played October 2020 where he did recommend lockdowns. Here's an article by Robbie Suave. Interview he did up with that uh, the, the Hill show, I think. Anthony Fauci says if we could do it again, COVID-19 restrictions would be much, much more stringent. He doesn't want lockdowns, but he recommended lockdowns. But if he had the chance to do lockdowns again, they'd be more stringent than the lockdowns he says he didn't recommend, which he did recommend. It makes sense. Perfect sense, right? Is there anything in there? This is rotting away my cerebral cortex by the moment. My brain is becoming mush. It's like 
bovine spongiform encephalopathy, encephalopathy, mad cow disease is infecting my brain with this stupid virus of idiots. <sighs> Yesterday, we described to you as well the, what I believe to be the biggest scandal in United States history when it comes to politics. It's also the biggest media scandal of our time. The essence of the scandal is simple. The media promoted the Russian collusion hoax, which was a hoax. It was a media Hillary Clinton-driven scandal. And simultaneously, later on in 2020, while still pushing the collusion hoax, sidelined information that the President of the United States' son, Hunter Biden, when they had his laptop, was involved in an international influence peddling scheme. It is the biggest scandal of our time. Paul Sperry's got a piece in my newsletter today, Bongino.com slash newsletter. I really encourage you to read. It's from a while ago, but it's about this guy, Brian Auden, the same FBI guy we discussed yesterday. This FBI analyst is alleged to have been one of the guys who promoted the PP tape kind of hoax, the collusion hoax, and is also alleged to be one of the guys who sidelined the Hunter Biden information. Well, I hadn't seen this article back in 2021. This is a classic. So apparently, Brian Auten spoke to the Senate Judiciary Committee in closed-door testimony back in October. A lot of this was released. I missed this. So Auten told him with the Steele reporting that so with respect to the Steele reporting, Brian Auten told the committee the actual allegations and the actions described in those reports could not be corroborated. So instead of notifying the FISA judge that a lot of the information in that Steele report used to promote this Trump collusion scenario that was obviously false, they did nothing to notify the FISA court that it was fake. Nothing. Nothing we know of. I got a couple of questions here because I'm not letting this go. Where is Christopher Ray now? Why does this guy still have a job? Where's Christopher Ray, the FBI director? Why didn't you notify the FISA courts? Is there a record of that? So you made the Hunter Biden stuff go away, but you advanced the collusion hoax stuff. Now, why do I say this is a media scandal? Because President Trump, I can't play this clip enough. President Trump was interviewed by 60 Minutes. Sir, sir, remember this one? Leslie Stahl from, sir, this is 60 Minutes. And President Trump brings this up. Hey, you guys, my campaign was spied on based on a false collusion narrative. And yet the Hunter Biden laptop information is right in front of your face. Where are you media idiots? Leslie Stahl had the opportunity to do actual journalism. She then goes on to arrogantly, in this pathetic, disgusting, nose-in-the-air fashion, tell the president, this is 60 minutes, when the president, President Trump, was absolutely right and she was wrong. This is a media scandal. Remember this? I wish you would interview Joe Biden like you interview me. It would be so good. You know what? You the, like this, the, I thought. I thought you liked I don't mind spot, it. I don't mind spot. it. But when I watch him walk out of a store, and he's walking with a ice cream, and the question the media asks him, what kind of ice cream, what flavor ice cream do you have? <laughs> and he's in the midst of a scandal. He's not. And he's taking, he's of course not. he is, no. Leslie. Come on. Of course he is. It's the biggest, second biggest scandal. So, the biggest scandal was when they spied on my campaign. They spied on my campaign, well, There's Leslie. no real evidence of that. Of course there is. No. It's all over the place. Leslie, Sir, they spied on my campaign and they got I, caught. Can I say something? You know, this is 60 Minutes. And we can't put on things we can't no, verify. You won't put it on because it's bad for Biden. We can't look, put on you. things we can't verify. Leslie, they spied and, on my campaign. Well, we can't verify. It's been totally that. verified. No, it's been just go down and get the papers. 
They spied on my campaign. They got caught. No. And then they went much further than that, and they got caught. And you will see that, Leslie, and you know that, but you just don't want to no. put it on the air. No, as a matter of fact, I don't know that. Okay. Look at this pathetic, pathetic human being. Sir, sir, this is 60 minutes, sir. She doesn't understand her job as a journalist. That's not her job. Her job is as an activist. This is a pathetic human being. Her job as a journalist was to take the information and try to verify it, given the profound nature of it. What did she do? She did none of it. None of it. This is a massive media scandal in addition to a political one. Let me show you how it's really done here, too. <clears throat> Trump stuck it to him. And the next generation of Republican politicians are figuring this out, too. This is how it's done. Treat the media like a hostile political opponent. That's exactly who they are. Listen to me, Republican candidates. It's the best advice I'm ever going to give you. Do not treat these people like independent arbiters of truth. They are clearly, clearly not. Do yourself a favor. They have no credibility with the public. Zero. The strategy works. Trump and DeSantis have done fine for themselves. They have never been hurt by attacking the media who attack them, ever. Do not back down to these idiots. Do not back down, ever. They are a hostile political opponent to you and should rhetorically be treated as such. It will not hurt you. Ron DeSantis and his spokeswoman, Christina Pushaw, run with this and it's the greatest thing ever this is how it's done paul farhi who's a you know conspiracy theorist at the washington post he's really angry that ron DeSantis' is a spokeswoman don't, don't don't treat these people with the dignity they believe they deserve DeSantis spokeswoman christina pushaw make sure reporters feel the burn this is great listen to this her attacks on national news organizations and reporters can not only be blistering she calls them slobbering regime sycophants, but they can also run on for hundreds of tweets and retweets, prompting Twitter to suspend their account for abusive behavior. She's also been credited or blamed for helping make the incendiary term groomer. Notice how he protects uh, grooming behavior. Notice how he protects the sexual abuse of kids here. He's got to throw that in a piece. Mainstream and GOP circles. In March, she used the word once reserved to describe pedophile behavior because that's what it is. To characterize anyone, this is totally made up, who opposed the DeSantis favored bill restricting discussions of sexual orientation and gender in schools. This is how it's done. Slobbering regime sycophants. This is exactly who they are. Folks, nobody respects these people. No one. Nobody. Trump did it to Leslie Stahl. Pushaw does it to the hostile press too. This is how it's done. One last story. I warned you, Joe, this was another flag it thing. Uh -huh. You can cross this off your list too. I told you George Soros's group, which, which uh, purchased these 18 Spanish language radio stations are waiting for approval from the FCC. Yeah. I told you what they were doing. They were terrified that Hispanic voters are starting to turn Republican because they were hearing the truth on some of these stations where people were fed up with socialism. Well, Darren Soto who's a disgraced conspiracy theorist down here in Florida, a Democrat, he just comes out with it. He called the purchase of stations a major victory against right-wing Spanish radio disinformation efforts this week. Let me translate that. Man, thank God. We're out of the, we're, we're, uh, we're out of the storm right now. We're out of the storm because these Hispanic language radio stations can't speak out against socialism anymore, which I believe in. I told you. 
I told you that's what this Hold was it. about. All right, thanks for tuning in. Yep, yeah, take that one off. Remove it off the list. Like I said, I wish I was wrong, but we're not. Thanks for tuning in. Really appreciate it. We got Oz and Myra Flores on my radio show later. We had President Trump earlier in the week, Leo Terrell yesterday, so don't miss that. And if you would, I ask every day, it means a lot to me if you would subscribe to the podcast. It's free on Apple, on Spotify. If you could subscribe on all, we'd appreciate it. And most importantly, on Rumble, rumble.com slash Bongino for the video version of the podcast. Thanks for tuning in. See you on the radio show later. You just heard Dan Bongino.